Praise God. I welcome you all to another podcast, another episode of Scriptural Revelation Podcast. And I know that today God will be a blessing to each and every one of us through His Word. Praise God. So, I'm your uncle in Okomoriawa, and today one of my partners, one of the members of Scriptural Revelation Group, is going to be talking to us on the topic tied to humility. Praise the Lord. Now that as you listen, you'll be blessed. And please make sure you open up your heart to God and make sure the word of God fall in the fertile soil of your heart. So it will be trading with tons. Praise God. So now I'll give it to my uncle so that he can take us on the topic titled humility. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um I count this a great privilege to be here by God. Um, this is um, an awesome opportunity given by God to be able to share with you and talk to teenagers. And I'm thanking God for that. Um, my name is Precious, like earlier said, and I'll be speaking on humility. I'll be speaking on humility. And um, before we go in let's pray our heavenly father in the name of jesus we are grateful for yet another day we ask that you speak to us in the name of jesus he said your word became flesh and dwelt among us we ask that your word becomes flesh today and dwells in us in the name of jesus he said your word give it light abundantly we request for that light right now in the name of Jesus. Speak to us. Use me as your mouthpiece, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let the lives of men be blessed. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. You welcome once again and um, keep a happy face as we go on. So, um, in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 6. James, chapter 4, verse 6. I read from the King James Version and it says, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. And verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. Um, when we talk about humility, humility boils down to you bringing down yourself and forgetting who you are forgetting where you have been forgetting your background and everything both before god and to men so far in my life one thing i've really learned is that humility takes you up i've been in a lot of places where just being humble makes people like you Humility boils down to you respecting people. Humility is like a father to all because it holds within it, it holds respect, it holds honor. Before you can honor someone, if you're not humble, it's very hard, especially in the Christendom. You will see a lot of cases where they will be inviting ministers 
and um okay there was for example there was a banner i saw um a tract and it had this program where they invited Dunsinericon, Papa, our Father in the Lord, Bishop David Oedipo, Apostle Selman, Joshua, and some other ministers. And when I saw the pictures, I saw Papa's picture as the sixth among them. And I was wondering that, do you mean that these men are all greater than Papa, the ones before him? But do you know Papa was still there in that program and he preached? And obviously he will have seen that. But humility is forgetting your place. Someone will be like, ah, is Papa not meant to be first and all? But humility now is forgetting your title and seeing God as the one lifting you up. There are a lot of times I tell people that forget is not the work of your hands it's not your job that gives you money it's god that provides the money for you he just uses the works of your hand as a medium to provide the money that's why you will see some that there are very different kinds of mechanics today a mechanic can be poor and you see a mechanic that is rich the same way there are a lot of churches today there are some churches that are poor and there are some churches that are rich why because of humility because of humility and though humility may be hard but it is also very simple to go through how can you be humble you can be humble by forgetting your qualifications and bringing yourself down forgetting your qualifications and bringing yourself down in my little life as far as i've gone i've been with people where i see people who go to government college i see people who go to many many schools some people don't even go to school and i go out i meet them i talk with them hey how are you i relate with them and everything ah my yoga how are you and all it's 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 a level of humility that takes you to do that there was a point in my life where i looked at the schools i went to i looked at my education i looked at my results and i began to look at all the people i was relating with i was asking myself that these guys are not around my level but humility brings you down to understand the fact that it's the grace of god that keeps you in where we read we see that it says he giveth grace unto the humble the difference between you and someone that was born in in a face my face your apartment is that god just had mercy on you and gave you grace that's the only thing so the moment you see yourself as this boss overall as this boss overall I, I i mean i've gone to school i've graduated i've gained this admission and everything and you now begin to walk around people and you think that you are their boss you think that that you 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 merit it that's where you go wrong in life that's where you go wrong in life one thing papa will always say is you need to bring yourself down for god to use you he will always say thank you jesus he will always say thank you jesus we have had cases of where pastors will be walking with him and as they are talking as they are walking as they are driving him 
he will just be saying thank you jesus thank you jesus at every interval upon how great he is he still sees god as his lifter he still sees god as his lifter one thing i've learned from him when he goes out and something great is done if they are um, dedicating something if they are celebrating something he just loves one song and that song is all the glory must be to the lord for he is worthy of our praise that is it you must just see yourself as a small guy that god is using as a small guy that god is using as a matter of fact i was listening to the former um, podcast the previous ones and as i was listening to the, as i was listening to them sorry i realized that you need humility to be able to hear from the holy spirit the former one that was um titled the holy spirit you can go and listen to it you need the holy spirit and to get the holy spirit into your life you need to be humble you need to bring yourself down for god to lead you because you are a sheep you are a sheep so you need to bring yourself down for god to lead you and if you are not careful if you can't allow god to lead you you will be heading for a shipwreck your christianity will just be like the normal christianity just like you said you won't walk signs and wonders nothing you just be there but the moment you begin to 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 experience a level and show a level of humility the holy spirit comes in because it takes someone that is humble to listen to the voice of god if you have made plans and you have said okay i'm going to this school you have written exams you have gone for the pursuit me and the holy spirit tells you today change your university from abu to kasu are you willing to do that change your university from abu to poly are you willing to do that it takes a level of humility to be able to do that so to hear the voice of god it's humility it's humility you need you need to forget your qualifications i was reading a book it's titled it's by bishop abue it's titled creating new beginning and he said that it is not your education it's not your level of 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 um of literacy that makes you it's god that makes you so no matter who you are i've seen a lot of guys who they finish school they graduate and they begin to smoke they finish school they graduate they begin to hawk up and down not just because of anything some of them is because pride is too much in them they see it as okay i finished school i must go and start working in a company no it's not like that it's not like that there are some people that they start with handwork even after working in school when you go to serve what do you do in where you go to serve some of you when you go to serve you just see yourself as ah i can't collect the salary this is this and that's the end they're not even doing anything they're not giving us anything you see your boss you come late to work you do this one you do that one and you are serving at the end of the day you finish they can't retain you because of your attitude because you feel you're a boss wherever you are you have to lower yourself down as much as you know you still have to bring yourself down most of the times anytime i'm in a in a meeting or in a program i try to be quiet unless if i'm led to talk i try to be quiet unless if i'm led to talk a few times some of my colleagues will be calling me or gam then i see forget 
there's nothing. It's you that is the ogre. See, see yourself as like everyone. See yourself as God just gave you the grace. God just gave you the grace and, and you are just privileged to be honored by God. You are just privileged to be honored by God. That's how it is. Even for the um, the first podcast or the second one of them on repentance, it takes someone that is humble to repent. It takes someone that is humble to repent. It takes humility to repent. Same as the Holy Spirit, it takes humility to be led by Him. Until you are willing to say, God, you desire it and say, God, this is me. I'm ready. I've, I've left all my certificates, all my PhDs. All my results, my work, I got 300 in jam, I got all A's in work. I leave it aside and I say, God, oh, lead me. Even if you tell me to go and walk under somebody, I'm ready to do it. That's how it is. But once God realizes that you are not ready to be led, he will leave you. Bishop Oedipo was saying that he's not the first person that God is giving living faith the commission to. He gave it to someone else before, but the person was not ready to take it. And it's a level of humility that takes you to that level. When God gave Bishop David Oedipo, he ran with it because he was humble to take instructions from God. There are some times when he will plan to fly, and as they they have packed their load, they have prayed for them, you are going tomorrow. He gets home. After they have prayed, God never even tells them when they were praying, they are not going anywhere. After he gets home, God tells them that, if you go on that journey, you are finished. And immediately he calls all of them back that nobody is going to anywhere. It looks it looks that it, it, it looks like God now. What is this? We'll go, we'll go, we'll go and do your work. But I mean, obeying God, it takes humility to obey God. It takes humility to say to God oh, be the anchor of my life. And that humility is the maker of men. Humility is the only thing that can make man. Humility is the only thing that can make a man. If you look at the life of Apostle Joshua Selman, that man is humble. That man is humble. There's nowhere he goes to. There's nowhere he goes to that he's not recognized. The moment he picks up a mic, God has just given him this grace. The moment he picks on he picks up the mic to start talking, you just hear people shouting. Not that they are shouting at fame or they are shouting at, whoa, congratulations. They are already having encounters. And that God can only give you if you are humble. You need to be humble to receive anything from God. That's what humility does to you. You need to be humble to receive anything, anything, no matter what it is from God. When you look at Pastor Joshua Selman, he just sits down in his angle calmly. One thing I've learned is that Apostle Joshua Selman is so humble. God told him not to go on social media and he didn't. But you still see him on social media every single day. Why? Because God, when you obey God, God sets other men to run on your behalf. See Bishop Oedekpo, when you look at him, his humble life. Some people will tell you that he's strict, he's everything. But I tell you, Siba, when you are humble, God himself who set up other men to run with you. Let me tell you, without Bishop Abiyo beside Bishop Oedipo, he may not be as great as he is today. But the moment you set yourself to be humble, you set yourself, you bring yourself down, God tells you start a ministry. 
I mean, Poleneche studied medicine in the university. He's meant to be in hospital doing something, doing surgical stuff. And if he was in the hospital today, you will not hear of him. And I can tell you, you will never hear of him. The only way you can hear of him is when he is in what God calls him to be. Even Bishop Oedipo, he studied architecture. He could have said, okay, I'm going outside the country to go and do architecture, draw building plans, do this, do that, do everything and clear, clear, make money then. No, God told him, go and start this ministry. Gave him the mandate. And he went with it. He was living in a um, tin house then with just um, aluminum sheet and all. And he was moving in his humble life. They were moving like that. Happy, happily humble. I mean, like living. And see where he is today. See where humility has taken him to. There is no town he's going to that he won't be recognized. There's no town he's going to that he won't sleep in a mansion. That's how he is. So the only thing that can make God make you in this life is to be humble. And like I've said earlier, another importance of humility is that you cover and you go farther than your peers. You go farther than your peers. When you are humble, the Holy Spirit begins to lead you. The Holy Spirit begins to lead you. I tell a lot of teenagers that submit yourself to God now. Submit yourself to God now because He's the one that will give grace to you if you are humble. When you submit yourself to God now, He will tell you that this is the course I want you to study. I want you to study law. No, I don't want you to study music. I want you to go for architecture. I want you to go for medicine in ABU. I want you to go for 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 engineering in Kasu. I want you to go for this course, accounting in Covenant University, computer science in Landmark University, agriculture, like that, like that. And that is the only way, if you are humble, that's only when you can hear from God. That's only when you can hear from God because he will direct you, he will lead you, he will tell you that this is how you should go, this is where you should go. And you will grow faster in life because when you go to the school he wants you to go to, you study the course he wants you to study, you will meet your destiny helpers, you will meet the right professors, you will meet the wicked ones, you won't suffer in university. Some people tell me that boarding school was a hell for them. Boarding school was hell. Ogbeni, boarding school was smooth for me. Why? Because I was just following God's leading. Boarding school was... Boarding school can be hell for some people, but boarding school is also interesting for a lot. So, to be led by God, you have to be humble. To be led by God, you have to be humble. No matter what it is, you have to be humble. Because if you meet your destiny helpers in university today, God will be able to lead you and send them your way to bring the right job where you are meant to work. Not that you go and study law, you fight for ABU, they'll put you in third list. After all the fighting and after studying your law, you start looking for where to work, you'll be struggling in Abuja. Meanwhile, God said, go to Portacourt, go to Uniben, go to Unilag. You'll be struggling in ABU. I mean, if God tells you to ABU, trust me, he will follow you. When God sends a man, he backs you up. See Bishop David Oedeko, there was another time he wanted to go out of the country and God told him, sit down. If you go, I'm not going with you. There's another time they were building a project somewhere and he told him that, see, 
if you build that project and you go there, that is the end of your ministry. And he stopped. He abandoned the building. To what I heard, I heard that the building is still there, abandoned till today. Why? Because he's humble. It's only humility that can lead you through that road. So I like you all to be humble today. I like you all to be humble. And I like us to pray one prayer wherever you are. God, give me the grace to be humble. Give me the grace to be humble so I can be led by you. God likes when you tell him that I want to be humble so you can lead me to bless souls. I want to be humble so you can direct me. So just open your mouth and just say a sweet prayer to God. God, give me the grace to be humble. I ask for grace to be humble. I want to be humble. I want to be led by you so that you can make me, so that you can build me up. I mean, there are doctors that are prospering. There are pastors that are prospering. There are pastors suffering. There are architects prospering. There are architects suffering. There are engineers prospering. The same way there are engineers suffering. So forget the course you do in school. Forget. Even tailors, there are tailors enjoying. There are tailors suffering. So it's being led by God that, that matters. So just open your mouth. Lord, I want to be led by you. So give me the grace to be humble. I receive the grace to be humble. I receive the grace to be humble. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Thank you so much for listening to us. And um, it's my great pleasure to speak to you. I thank God for everything. Shall we just take closing prayer? Lord, we say thank you for today. We give you thanks for your word. We ask that you embrace us to be humble in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Um, okay, I repeat, my name is Precious. And um, you can contact me. My phone number is 70 And you can also contact um our apostle here <laughs> like he's just he's just filled like we thank god for his life he's a great man and we hope that god continue to use him to do great things praise god that was a word from heaven i have nothing to add he has said everything we need to know he has said everything we need to know it's just that we just need to understand humility and then we should ask god for the grace as he has said and Mind you, humility is not something that you just put up one day. Something that you gradually build inside yourself by the help of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Well, I thank you for listening. Stay blessed. And like I said, our we have a group which we call Scriptural Revelation. He's a part of the group, Scriptural Revelation. You can always, you can either message him, you can call him or he message me, and then we'll add you to the group. And then you meet fellow teenagers, fellow youths, which are on fire for God, which are which are telling people every day the words of God. They are bringing the words of God every day. And as you listen to it, you keep on growing spiritually. Praise Lord. So I remain your humble host in Okomoya once another episode of this podcast. God bless you. gentlemen and welcome you all to another episode of scriptural revelation podcast i thank god for his inspirations thus far god is god has been faithful in our lives and to him alone be all the glory well it's belong a released one and
I thank God for helping me and helping this podcast. I know that today I'm going to touch lives again. Praise God. Now I come with a new topic, which I tied to the art of prayer. The art of prayer. We're going to see what prayer is. We're going to see how to help us in our life. We're going to see the how to pray, and we'll see other different. We'll deal with other different subtopics as we go on. Now. I'm going to start our anchor text, which is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, which says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Verse 10 said, Thy kingdom come, thy hope be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Verse 13 said, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, and power, and the glory, forever. Amen. This is a part of the scripture in which Jesus was teaching every one of us, children of God, how to pray. These are the steps to prayer. Praise God. Now, what is prayer? Many of us have had prayer before. Our pastors talk about it. We just think that, okay, prayer is just what you just go to God and just demand what you want from Him. And that's all. No. That's the wrong that's the wrong view of prayer. Today we're going to be seeing what we really call prayer. We're going to be seeing what we really call prayer. Now, the first point is that prayer is the art of koinonia with God by the use of words and also hearing from Him. Prayer is the art of koinonia with God by the use of words and also hearing from Him. So, a way we pray, we can't pray without the use of words, praise the Lord. We have to speak because it's an oral conversation between between man and humanity, humanity and divinity, praise God. So, we have to, there have to be a use of words. So, prayer is done by speaking. Praise God. John chapter 10 verse 27 says, My sheep hears my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Praise the Lord. Now, when you pray to God, there is no response. Sorry, when you pray to God and there is no response, or a feeling of answered prayers, or an outpouring of His Spirit, then you did not pray according to His will. Praise the Lord. When you pray to God and there is no answers to your prayers, or there is no outpouring of his spirit or his love or his joy upon you, then you do not pray according to his way. Praise God. If a human, if any one of us as children of God pray according to his will, there will be a feeling of answer prayer, prayers in, in us. If there are reasons, then there will be an outpouring of his spirit upon us. Or he will just show us a kind of love and then we we'll just feel loved immediately. That is a sign that he answered our prayer. That is a sign that he had us. God always puts signs. He always puts signs when we pray so that we know that so that we ourselves know that yes, he is hearing us. Because most of us we pray and then we think that God is not hearing us. So he, he just sends some signs to know that yes, he's hearing us and he's going to answer us. So if when you pray according to his will, there will be signs following. There will be signs and then some of us may have feelings of answer prayers and we just end up saying thank you, Jesus, and then we'll go our way because why? That's yes. Our Father in heaven has had us. That's prayer. Prayer is when you receive, when you see a sign. Praise the Lord. Point two says prayer is a bridge of communication between God and man. Prayer is a bridge of communication between God and man. Communication, communication. Now, communication does not involve one person, it involves two people. Communion, they are, they are talking. 
so like i said earlier prayer is done when two people talk so there must be a response to prayer prayer is not just done by one person talking there must be a response to prayer so when we pray there must be a response because it's a communication between humanity humanity and divinity there's a there's a communication praise god now the third point says prayer is making your request known before god and getting answered prayers now prayer was orchestrated by god for us to get answered prayers why because we are asking from him so don't get it wrong us as believers we are always supposed to have answers to our prayers when we pray there is supposed to be an answer there is supposed to be an answer there's not an answer then if you didn't pray according to his will we should check our prayer out there should be an answer there must be an answer because it was made by god god knows what he was doing when he made prayer he made prayer so that we can ask and we will receive because the bible says in matthew 7 7 say if we ask we receive it praise the lord so that's exactly what prayer was made for prayer was made for answering not just for talking to god for for hearing from him too praise god now our fourth, our fourth point here says prayer is the closest relationship between God and man. Praise God. Prayer is the closest relationship between God and man. Now, if you check it well, all these men of God that you see working wonders, all these, uh, all these fellow Christians that you see that are in another dimension, they have a kind of close relationship with God. Why? Because your prayer life is on fire for God if you want to have a close relationship with God your prayer life must be on fire for him trust me you can't have a close relationship with God by mere reading your Bible that's pure truth you cannot have a close relationship with God by mere reading your Bible every day and not praying now Apostle Joshua Selman said something he said that if you want to know how your relationship is with God is when you check your prayer life your prayer life not your study life not your study life it is your prayer life that shows your closeness your relationship with god because the more time you spend with god in prayer the more time god spends with you praise the lord now i have explained what prayer is and i'm sure that most of us have gotten exactly what prayer is and, I, and i'm sure that i've changed most of us thinking about prayer praise the lord and just to note prayer is not just talking it is receiving so you receive when you pray you don't just pray and then you go your way and then you feel that okay yeah i've said i've done something i know that god will answer me no 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 prayer prayer is to be answered even if not even if not immediately but subsequently it should be answered because god made prayer for man god made prayer for man but just as man said that god cannot pray because prayer is not something for the spirit it's something for man that when god was a man from that's jesus he prayed so prayer is made for man now how to pray how do we pray most of us just think that okay let's go out, go on our knees or just sit down or lie down and then say something to someone that you're not sure is hearing you and then you feel that yeah you have prayed no 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 are going to be telling us going to give us a way how to pray according to our, our own context going to be teaching us how to pray because most of us lack this in 
uh, Christian ministry. Most of us lack how to pray. Praise God. So I'm going to be telling us how how do we pray. Now, our first point here is adoration. Adoration. Now, before praying, the first thing to do is to adore God by calling him, him names that we please him. Adoration. We call him names. When we want to pray, first thing, we tell God, you adorate his name. We give you sweet names. We call him names in your dialect if you can. You call him English names. You call him biblical names. You call him Hebrew names. Just search. Any other, any name that you know that it is a name for God, you call it, you say it to him. That is how we pray. We adorate God because, trust me, when you adorate God, when you thank Him, praise the Lord, it changes everything. He comes down by Himself because God is a God that is a jealous God, so He likes when people adorate Him. When we adorate Him, He likes it. So let's make this a part of our everyday prayer schedule by adorating God. Praise God. Now, number two is prayer for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. Prayer for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. Now, this is a part in which most of us take lightly. Fulfillment of God's kingdom. I'm sure most of us have not heard this before. But that's the truth. Prayer for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. How do we fulfill God's kingdom on earth? And how? What are the examples of prayers? And let me just give us a tip of some prayers. Examples of prayers that prayers for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. Number one is prayer for the poor, prayer for the church, prayer for the country, prayer for the ministers of God, and prayer for the lost souls. These are all prayer for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. Praise God. These are all prayers for the fulfillment of God's kingdom. So if most of us do not include these prayers in our daily life, if we don't include these prayers every day we pray, and then let's try to imbibe this. Prayer for God's kingdom. You can pray for the poor. You can pray for the needy. You can pray for the less privileged. You can pray for the church. You can pray for the country. Our country is facing through serious challenges now. And the only way out is prayer. That's the truth. The only way out is prayer. Because the Bible says if we humble ourselves and pray, God will take away the sins of the land. God will heal the land. That is what He's saying in His word. And so, the only way out is by prayer. Prayer is the only way out. Trust me, prayer is the only way out. So let's let's try to imbibe this. That's praying for fulfillment of God's kingdom every day in our prayer life. And then, I, and then trust me, you see a change in your life. Now number three is prayer for the will of God. Prayer for the will of God. Now, during prayer, we should always pray that God's will be done in our lives and other aspects such as family members, nation, and the church. Trust me, you can't command God to do what He doesn't want to do. God does His will on everyone's life. The Bible, say, the Bible says that God, God, God said in three scriptures, He said that He does what He wants. Our Father in heaven does what He wants. You can't force Him to do what he, what, he, what he doesn't want to do. And so you have to pray for His will. And His will, His will for every one of us is perfect because the Bible says, I know the thought I have towards you thought of good and not of evil to do what to bring us to an expected end so the will of God for our life is a perfect will it's a good will and so we have to pray for the will of God not our own will because trust me if we pray for our own will (laughs) 
then our lives may not be the way we want it to be because our will might not be the will of God for us praise God our will might not be the will of God for us so let's pray for the perfect will of God praise God let us pray for the perfect will of God so I've given us three points so far let's move to the fourth one now the fourth way of how to pray says commit your ways before God commit your ways before God now Psalms 37 verse 5 says something it says commit thy ways unto the Lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass now when we commit our ways before God and trust in him it brings everything to pass and we should always make sure that we commit our ways commit our ways and our day into the hands of God if we want a smooth day most of us we go through bad day we see that things don't work out as we planned why because we didn't settle down in the morning to commit our ways before God trust me God cannot force himself in your life you have to let him in you have to bring him into your life so when we commit our ways to God you are bringing him in to our dealings of the day and so we, end, we, we see that everything in our life becomes smooth why? Because we committed our ways to God. This is, our, this is how we pray. We commit our way to God. Now, our fifth point says, Prayer for mercy. Prayer for mercy. This is a prayer that's supposed to be done every second if possible. Trust us. Trust me. The, the, through the understanding of the scriptures as Christians, our sins are already forgiven before we commit them. That's the truth. Because our names are already in the book of life and we are heaven heaven candidates as christians as children of god but they see a need to pray for mercy there is still a need to pray for mercy there is still a need you shouldn't just take it for granted okay our sins are forgiven so there's really no need to ask for mercy trust me there is still there is need to ask for mercy every one of us need the mercies of god because without the mercies of god we won't we won't be alive each and every one of us we will not be alive. Now, Romans 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Trust me, every one person has sinned. I've sinned against God. Every one person. There is nobody that will say he hasn't sinned against God. Every one person have sinned against God. And so that is the reason why all of us need to ask God for mercy. We all need to ask God for mercy. We all need to ask God for mercy. Praise the Lord. Now, the prayer for mercy is a monumental prayer that should be done every minute if possible like I earlier said it is a monumental prayer that should be done every minute if possible so she always imbibe this habit of prayer for mercy and then i see that god will change us in jesus name now point six is prayer for the for the grace to forgive prayer for the grace to forgive prayer for the grace to forgive now if we don't forgive we cannot be expressions of god's love to man Praise the Lord. Whether I like to note, all of, each and every one of us are sent to this world to be expressions of God's love to man. So we should show men the same love that God is showing to us. And so if we don't forgive, we cannot be that expression that God has laid in our heart, that God has created us to be. Praise God. So we have to forgive. The prayer for the grace of forgive is something that we should do because most of us we find it hard to forgive. Most of us keep malice within our friends. Trust me, God cannot answer your prayer if you have an unforgiving spirit. That's the truth. Now, God will not hear our prayer as if we do not forgive. So, the grace to forgive is an important prayer. The grace to forgive is an important prayer. We have to always pray for the grace to forgive. It 
it's a very important prayer in our Christian race. It's a very important prayer in our Christian race. We can't do without the grace to forgive. We can't do without it. Most of us have seen a lot. Most of us, people have done dangerous things to us. But we still need the grace to forgive. We really need it. We need the grace to forgive. We need the grace to forgive. Most of us, people have done things that it is unforgivable. But trust me, we still need the grace to forgive. Praise the Lord. We still need the grace to forgive. Point seven: Prayer for deliverance from temptation. Prayers for deliverance from temptation. Temptations are to test our faith as children of God. When we fall into temptation, it means that we aren't spiritually mature to overcome that certain temptation. That is why we need to be spiritually matured. Praise the Lord. Now, most of us fall into temptation because why? We aren't spiritually matured enough. We aren't spiritually matured enough. That is why most of us fall into temptation. Praise God. So, let's try and be spiritually matured so we can so, so we will avoid falling into temptations. Praise the Lord. Because every temptation, God cannot put us in a temptation that we cannot overcome. God cannot put us in a temptation that we cannot overcome. Every temptation that comes our way, we have the power to overcome it. And so if you fall to every temptation, we are not our spiritually matured. That's why we have to we have to grow ourselves spiritually so we can be able to overcome temptations. Praise God. We also need to pray for the grace to overcome temptations, like I earlier said. Now, point eight says prayer for deliverance from evil and captivity of the devil. Praise God. Prayer for deliverance from evil and captivity of the devil. Now, we have to pray for our deliverance. We have to pray for for every captivity of the devil upon our lives. Because as Christian, my pastor always say Christianity is not warfare. Christianity is warfare. It is a fight. It is only the violence that can take it by force. And so we have to pray it. We have to be violent in our spirits. If not, we can't attain a certain height spiritually. We can't defeat them. We can't defeat the, the, the rulers and the rulers of darkness of this world. Praise the Lord. My pastor said something. He said that we should always make sure we play the offense, not always defense. Sometimes we should attack our attackers. Sometimes we should speak. Why? Because we have that power. God has given us the power. The Bible says He has given us power to show upon serpents and scorpions. And upon the rulers of the dark and nothing shall by any means hurt us. God has already given us the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And so we shouldn't be afraid of warring against the enemy. We shouldn't be afraid of speaking. We shouldn't be afraid of speaking. Praise God. Now, the last point on how to pray is prayer for prayer of thanksgiving for answers, answered prayers. Now, when you are done praying, you thank God for answers to our prayers. Should always remember to thank God for answers to our prayers because our God is a God that loves thanksgiving. He loves thanksgiving. So we should always pray for, we should always thank God for answers to our prayers. Now we must always appear in prayer with confidence that God is hearing us. First John chapter 5, verse 14 and 10, and this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. Praise God. Prayer is the confidence that we have that when we ask according to God's will, He always hears us. So we should, always th- we should always make sure we always thank God for answers to our prayers. Thank God for answers to our prayers. Praise the Lord. Now, key points to note. 
first of all holiness is the confidence that we have that god is hearing us when we pray therefore live a holy life now holiness is the confidence we have that god is hearing us now a person a sinner cannot come to god's presence and not feel guilty most of us this happens to us we come to god's presence and they will feel guilty no we shouldn't feel guilty at all the reason why you are feeling guilty is because you are living a sinful life holiness gives us gives us an edge to come confident into god's house into go into into the house of god and then ask what you want so therefore let's let every one of us live a holy life let us live a holy life let us live a holy life a holy life a holy life is a life of is a, is a sinless life a holy life is a life of is a life that that's that's that there's no blemish praise god let us make sure we live a holy life so we can appear in god's presence confidence without the accuser of the bedroom telling us because most of us maybe might have committed a sin for example we stole and then we come into prayer and then we are praying to god and then the accuser of the bedroom is just telling us in our heart that you are just stole now now you are coming to the house of god to pray and then we feel guilty no let's try and live let's try and live a holy life and let me give every one of us one advice as Christians. When we sin against God, immediately let's go and ask for mercy. Immediately stop whatever you are doing. If you have sinned against God, stop whatever you are doing and ask God for mercy immediately. Immediately. So the so you won't be accused by the accuser later on and then you'll feel guilty. Praise God. Now, second key point to notice, prayer is not done to feel spiritually charged. It is done to make your request. That's the word by Joshua Selman. Apostle Joshua Selman, he said, prayer is not done to feel spiritually charged. It is done to make your request. Now, trust me, prayer is not something that we do to just feel vibrant in our spirits. Although it's, it's, it's part of prayer. We feel vibrance in our spirit, but let that vibrance in our spirit not be the reason why we go to prayer. Let us go to prayer to ask. Let us go to prayer because we love God. That is the only way our prayers can be answered. If you go to a prayer to, to pray just to feel spiritually charged, then trust me, we have wasted our time. We have wasted our time. We don't just go to prayer and then speak in tongues and then, yes, spirit is charged, everywhere is charged, and then you go back. No. Let us ask God things in prayer. Let us seek God. Let us hear what God is saying. Let us appear into God's prayer because we love Him. Praise God. Now, prayer without faith is unproductive. Let's take note of that. Prayer without faith is unproductive. If we don't believe that God is hearing us, then He cannot answer us. He needs us to believe. That is the reason why we pray. Praise God. The more you pray, the more God gets closer to you. The more you spend time with God in prayer, the more God spends time with you. So, if you want a relationship with God, you get you 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 increase your prayer time. Praise God! Increase your prayer time. Now, stretch yourself in prayer. A new a new Christian should pray maximum one hour a day. A new stretch yourself in prayer. A new Christian should pray minimum one hour a day. A new Christian should pray minimum one hour a day. Now, most of us are guilty of this. Most of us don't do not even pray for 10 minutes a day or five minutes. Trust me, you are prone 
to attack of the enemy if you cannot stretch yourself in prayer you are prone to attack of the enemy if you cannot stretch yourself in prayer so let us try to stretch ourselves in prayer minimum an hour a day let us just try and pray now it is not easy we can't do it on our own but by the power of the holy ghost the holy ghost is a is the power of prayer so let us by all means try to stretch ourselves in the in the in the altar of prayer does by all means try to choose ourselves in the altar of prayer now our last key point here said a prayerless christian is a christian which is bound to attack from the enemy like elias said a prayerless christian is a christian which is bound to attack of the enemy so if we want to be free from every attack of the enemy let us try to live a prayerful life let us try to live a prayerful life praise god well, this last key point brought us to the end of our our podcast and I thank you all for listening I know that you have been touched I know that you have been blessed I am not assuming I know that each and every one of us have been blessed and I thank God for his inspiration I thank the Holy Spirit for his inspiration and I know that this message has touched us in ways that we don't know that has touched us and then I pray we shall not only be hearers but we shall be doers praise the Lord because it is infertile if you just hear something that we don't act on it we have to make sure we act on what we have had we have to make sure we act on what we have had praise the Lord well I thank you all for listening I thank you all for I thank all my listeners I thank you wherever they are here in our home Nigeria and overseas I thank you all for listening and I know that God is doing something in your life I know that God has been faithful and you know that I've been faithful shall bless you in everything that you do please keep on listening keep on sharing with your friends and keep on burning for Christ and remember that the goal is to go to eternity with our Father everything we do we should make sure we live our ways right praise the Lord well this brings me to the end of this episode my name is Noko Moriawo and this is a scriptural revelation podcast. I know that I'll be blessed. I thank you for listening. And then you can call me. I can always say you can call me. You can message me. My, my number is 09065951953. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all. Amen.